Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Innovate on Blog Talk Radio. Women Who Innovate bring creative ideas to support the efforts of women to push limits, generate innovative solutions across industry segments, and drive long-term positive changes in gender parity. This show will explore the trends of business innovation today by tapping into those global thought leaders who are disrupting the status quo. Thank you for listening, and please join the conversation by calling in to 914-338-0796, because your ideas have never been more important. Welcome to part one of Women Who Innovate, where Renee and I review Value Proposition Design by Alexander Osterwalder, Yves Pena, Greg Bernarda, and Alan Smith. So those fans of the Business Model Canvas, which is a tool designed to facilitate better business models, you're going to love the Value Proposition tool. And I have to tell you, I did come clean. Renee and I are big fans of Alex. So before we get started, let me share that I've used this business model before, and or the business uh, model canvas before. And it's a tool that truly changes the way you think about business models. Alex is an author, innovator, and entrepreneur. And what else can we say about Alex, Renee? Well, he actually disrupted consulting in a way because he came out with the business model canvas and, you know, it wasn't um, – it wasn't an academic sounding, you know, book with a lot of, you know, arcane um, points about business models. It made it very easy and visual for people to do. Um, well, it's never all that easy, but he definitely, you know, brought design thinking into business models. So Alex has a um, he has a company called Strategizer. That's uh, Strategizer with a Y. And that's a software company that offers software and training on business model innovation and strategy. He does a ton of speaking now. He works with organizations like GE and P&G and uh, Ericsson. And so 20, uh, Business Model Generation came out in 2010, and that's where the Business Model Canvas was introduced. And then Value Proposition Design came out in 2014. And also, just to, just to um, you know, put in the, this information, which is a shameless self-promotion or whatever. Alex has been a speaker at the Business Innovation Factory's um, Collaborative Innovation Summit, also known as the BIS Summit, three times already, and he is going to be talking again um, this September, which is about a month from now, September 13th and 14th in Providence. So we have videos on the Business Innovation Factory website. You can see videos of his past talks. Um, and they're terrific. That's fantastic. And, you know, he's really approachable. <laughs> I know we've done a video of oh, yeah. him, um, with women who innovate, and he just is so approachable and relatable. You know what I like about the book as well? He's got lots of white space in the book. So I yes. can take notes, and it, it it it's very colorful right now with a lot of um, Post-it notes on it. So, so getting <laughs> back to, to our review um instead of reviewing Alex. So um, so the value proposition design, it's, it's designed to test and manage customer value proposition. So, so the business model canvas is to create value for your business. The value proposition canvas 
is to design value for your customer. And those two things, if you separate those out, also your thinking process is a little bit different as well. So take a minute to imagine the business model canvas. Just look at the grid that we're all very familiar with. Which you can see online everywhere for free. Everywhere. You can see it. Yeah, you can look at it. Yeah, and the value proposition design, it has two components. It has the customer profile and the value map. He makes it so simple. And, and of course, the goal is to achieve fit. But let's just focus right now on the customer profile and the value map. And, and once you get that, the two parts, and we're going to try to link it with fit. Now take the customer profile and plop it into the business model canvas under customer segments. So you know, if you, if you know this model, you know where the um, uh, customer segments is. And then you just plop in customer profile. Now take the value map that Renee is going to go into a little bit more detail and plop it into the business model canvas under value propositions. And that's it. There's a lot that goes into the detail, but just to visualize that, you're taking two new components and plugging them in to the business model canvas. Okay, how'd I do, Renee? You did great. So what I love about the book is that it actually shows how that works. So there's a page that has a bit of business model canvas, and you can actually see this online. Um, you don't have to get the book, although the book is terrific. Um, and it shows you exactly what the relationship is. So the whole top right corner of the business model canvas um, this is a drill down into that value proposition, customer relationship, customer segment, and channels. It, it, it really drills in on that aspect of it, which is, you know, that's exactly. So Alex says um, in the book, and I've heard him say this over and over again, that the value proposition is the key to the business model innovation. You've got to have a value proposition. So this is a good way to drill down into that before you, start the rest of the work at, the, at a higher level. What are some so, of the components uh, with the customer profile? I mean, what, what, what does customer profile really mean? The customer profile is essentially, it's taking the, the information about the customer. So he, Alex is looking at it through, through um, three viewpoints or three sort of windows the jobs they need to be done, and this is a very familiar concept that you know started with Clay Christensen's uh, Innovator's Dilemma. So the jobs your customers need to get done, the pains that they're suffering from, and the ways that you can gain, help them make gains. So it's what do they need to do, what's keeping them from doing those things, and how can you help them do those things. That's how I would you know, rephrase that. But you know, jobs, and, and- pains, and gains is terrific. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you could be a rock star at any meeting. And I love how he listed jobs. And this is, this is actually new to me, and it, it shouldn't have been. And maybe it's because I, I looked at it from a different lens. The functional jobs, which is like to mow the lawn, to eat healthier. Social jobs, which is how customers want to be perceived by others, uh, gain power or status and personal and emotional jobs where customers seek a specific emotional state. And I loved that. And how 
many times could I have used this in the last 20 years? <laughs> right? Well, what's really great about this is that you, if you're focusing on helping your customer get a functional job done, that's different. That's going to be a different value proposition than a social job or a personal and emotional job because, you know, you can, you can easily see, let's take our, you know, the perennial favorite example is, is Apple. Apple scores really high on getting personal and emotional jobs done because of its brand. That's what Apple's brand says, you know. So I feel like it's, you know, it's breaking it down like that really sort of unpacks that jobs to be done concept in a way that makes it easier to understand. Oh, it absolutely does. And so, you know, when you think about pains, um, what are the things that annoy your customers, their undesired outcomes and their obstacles? And, you know, I have been in front of clients before, and that is a very hard question for customers. Like, what, what is it that you do bad? What, what annoys? What, what do your customers not like about you? If you think about right. sitting across from a boardroom, you're asking them questions they really sometimes don't want to talk about. Right, right, and, if, and it's, but it, it makes it a little easier when once you've actually you know done the kind of research to understand the customers, what they're trying to get done. And I will say that Alex does include a lot of information in this book about how to do that um, in, in, in relatively easy ways. So, you know, it's not just things about you, their company, that annoy your customers, but things that annoy them and keep them from getting whatever this job is done. I mean, what's keeping you from mowing the lawn or eating healthier? Mm-hmm. And, then and what about is that gains? something that, yes, gains exactly. So the flip side of that is gains, and that's where you start to, I believe, you start to map out what the opportunities are. So gains are the benefits your customer wants, you know, with the outcomes, um, you know, what's expected, what they expect to gain, the required gains. And the required gains is really important because a lot of times in innovation, I've seen this with clients, um, you forget that there's basically some, there's table stakes involved. You know, I mean, you've got to at least meet this bar to compete, to even be there. And then, you know, the real gains are beyond that. So, um, so that, you know, that, Pains is, like you said, Leah, that can be a difficult conversation. But gains is where you can really, really, you know, shine. You can really, you know, make your ideation, the idea gathering process, you know, make it, I would say, make it, you know, pie in the sky even, because you can always rein your ideas back. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and what I love about this, the customer profile, he goes into depth on how to rank those and, and he yes. visualizes how your thinking should go. And, you know, if you're a project manager or you're um, a consultant, you can really get people on the same page just by using his book. Yes, Showing exactly. them, this that, is what I'm talking about here. Yes. And that's really the value. Of, that's why the business model canvas really took off like it did. I mean, nobody knew who Alex Osterwalder was before that book came out. And it sort of had a slow build, and then it just suddenly became something they use in business schools and entrepreneur training. And you know, Alex has, you know, is consulting on it all over the world. It, it's just it it just makes it so easy to visualize and get everybody on the same page. So didn't he say that he was like a lousy student too? Like he's yes, he's he a genius. Did. 
One of his talks at the Biff Summit was about why I want my kids to fail. And he talked in detail about the ways he has failed, and that was one of them. He was a horrible student. <laughs> so I think that, I mean, that's, he's definitely, you know, figured out how to, you know, how to learn from failure and move on and, you know, take those lessons in other areas. And that would be a whole nother show. So, but this whole, yeah. the idea of getting everybody to go back to getting everybody um, on the same language, on the same page, that is more crucial than, than people can imagine. You know, mm-hmm. it's talking engineers and marketers talking the same language instead of talking past each other. And that's just, you have to have that if you're going to get anything done. I think so too. I think so too. And and having diverse teams. I just starting out with a diverse team and different thinkers is going to get right. you a little bit further. Okay, so now right. we've taken a little bit of a dive into customer profile. Let's go under value propositions, which remember under your business model canvas, that's going to be under value propositions. <laughs> so we 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 want to right. do your value map now. Okay, so where okay. do we start with the value map? So the value proposition map is it's going to describe the features of the specific value proposition in a little more structured and detailed way. Um, and remember, you're iterating, so you're not going to have a specific value proposition when you start. But this is going to this kind of structure is going to allow you to you know put together a, a complete value proposition. So the three pieces of this are you know products and services, pain relievers, and gain creators. So. Leah, I think you had some questions about those. Yeah, yeah. So I think when you're leading a meeting and you want to use this book, ask the questions. And and I love how you laid that out, products and services, pain and gain. So where you would want to go as a consultant is what are the products and services that your value proposition builds on? And, you know, in some organizations that could take you half a day. But that's a question that should probably be answered very quickly. Yeah, that's it. Look, how are these products and services pain relievers? And how do they minimize the pains of customers? And how are they going to gain? How, how, are, how are they gain creators? And I love that. And how, they minim- and, and, and how are they going to maximize your outcomes and benefits and, and your desired outcomes? Those questions right there are going to earn you a next contract if you ask that question. So, exactly. I don't know. So I see. I actually see two um, two values to the value map. It, it would to be just to make it difficult to talk about. How many times can we use the word value? But it's critical word. <laughs> so you could actually go in and you know map your company's current business model. This is critical. I know this is a little bit of a side trip in a way, but this is one of the things the business model canvas and this value proposition um, uh, design allows you to do. Let's go in and, and let's map your current value proposition. That's where I see this, you know, the, the questions that, um, that, Lee, you were talking about. So what are the products mm-hmm. and services that make up your value proposition? You know, and how do they relieve the pain of customers? How do they minimize the pain and then, you know, this is the critical part. This is where I think you could learn a lot. So you can outline how they help customers, you know, 
create gain in their lives? How are they gain creators? How do they maximum these outcomes and benefits? Um, and even, you know, how do they delight and surprise customers? And if you take a look at that and you map your current value proposition to it, that's where you may start to find, if you compare that to the, um, the customer profile, then you, I think you're going to be able to find some holes there, you know, some places where they don't match. And you can say, well, you know what, we can offer, um, we can actually make a different value proposition or, or a new one that, that, you know, brings more, you know, the game creators into our value proposition, for instance. You know, overall, well, I mean, you really do kind of have to know where you are before you can figure out where you're going. <laughs> well, and, and, and this is the thing. When you do those, both of those, you're going to be able to see if your specific value propositions, and this goes down into such specificity, matches up with what you're trying to do with your customer yeah. profile. So that fit if you so if you can imagine you know you've got the customer profile and you've got the value map side by side what bridges those together is the fit and right. we'll go into a little bit more of that next week about the fit <laughs> so so <laughs> this is gives you a very basic introduction into Alex, Alexander Osterwater's book Value Proposition Design, and he has fantastic authors. What I love about the book as well is they're all on the same page. It's completely right. in sync. They have this right. vision, and, and, and I, I tell you, it is one of the most well-written books that are, that's going to get you through whatever project that you're working on, and you don't right. need a ton of books. <laughs> so anyway. Right, exactly. All right, so... So we gave you a quick overview, and uh, we really talked about the concept of the book. Next week, or whenever we can get back to you, um, we're <laughs> going to review avoiding cognitive murder to get better feedback. So that's so important as consultants. So we wish you a great weekend, and this is Renee and I signing off, and have a great weekend and join us again. Love you, Alex. Yes, we do. Goodbye. Goodbye.